And I am Aware Now. Aware Now, the official platform for causes. Tune in and turn it up as we raise awareness one story at a time for the causes that tie us all together. conversation, Laura Swanson, CEO of Creative Embers, and Allie McGuire, co-CEO of Aware Now Media, discuss the transformative power of storytelling and their shared vision for societal change. Through diverse formats, they empower artists to authentically share their narratives, fostering inclusivity and unity. Their personal reflections illuminate the profound impact of storytelling and driving connection and social impact. Thank you so much. Laura Swanson of Creative Embers joining me here today on Aware Now to share this time, this space, and your story. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for having me. We are honored for you to be an official partner of Aware Now. You are very aware of the power of storytelling to create impact and sustain change. So how is it, first question here, how is it that you go about supporting the artists who do this work, Laura? I think the the kind of thing that we try to think about is that we work a lot with independent artists and independent artists, sometimes they're, they're good with the creativity, but they don't know how to get it out. They don't know how to get it out. They don't know necessarily how to collaborate. And it can be really confusing and almost intimidating, especially as an independent artist, when you're looking at um, how to do things that major networks or other entities that are bigger than yourself are doing stuff. So we, we try to meet artists where they're at. We try to help them understand that there is no set way to do things. There are guidelines, but whatever you have to do for your project to make it whatever it is, uh, we're going to work with you on. And then how to collaborate and how to really make everything that we do educational based and how to actually make something go beyond awareness and into measurable change. Mm -hmm. Which I absolutely love that model that it's being aware is not the end point, right? Like that's the starting point. So that you drive it into action. Yeah. And I think that's something that is needed. The awareness is obviously where everything starts from, but I think there are so many times where we show a film or something and people just, they're like riled up and they want to do something, but they don't know how and where to go to next. So I think being able to find ways for the art to have those initial steps into action um, is very important to actually create the results in society and change the culture in, in which we want to change it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, you do a beautiful job. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> have you a question for me? Yes, I do have a question for you. So we know that the business of storytelling, creative activism, social activism in general, um, it lacks resources, it lacks support, and it can be kind of an uphill battle to face, especially in the face of so much hate. So how does providing a platform for artists to share their stories, not only inspire your audience, but also inspire the artists that you're working with and interviewing to keep pushing out their own work? Yeah, I know, and that is a great 
question, especially the climate um, of our society, of our world right now, yeah. um, literally and figuratively. Uh, I believe what it is, is it's the authenticity that inspires both our audience and the artists featured as well. It's that alignment with our vision, our original vision and mission to raise awareness for causes. And you see it in each and every story that we share. And that's what inspires. I mean, how could it not when you read, watch, or hear a story that's raw and that's real, it allows you to feel connected. And it's that connection that drives inspiration. It's the fact that at the end of the day, we're not selling anything. We're sharing everything. And I think people are just tired of being sold to a, a product, a concept, a belief. They don't want to be sold. If we don't sell things, we just share things and give people permission. You know, uh, I think that's that's what inspires. Yeah, I like that with the um, connection because I think that's ultimately what all of it comes back to and the reality of not being sold something because I think the selling, the branding of everything, the ideas that are just unrealistic or everything that disconnects us and also makes us think that we're disconnected from people when we're not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. So again, yeah, it, it's that connection that's that's vital. And, and this is where, as you and I very much agree, and so many of us, that it's, that all resides in the power of the story. And the thing of it is that there are so many sides to every story and many ways to tell each of them yes with the storytelling that you do at creative embers you employ multiple formats from photo exhibits to stage plays to film documentaries what value do you feel what value does that variety and versatility provide to creative embers and to your audience Well, I think just like you said, there's many sides to a story. I think um, sometimes when you pick a topic or you share a story, the way in which it gets shared and exhibited to people um, can really make a difference in how people connect. And so I also think that it's important for us to... um, Sorry, I just got distracted by my dog. So thank you. (laughs) I think one of the the biggest things that we're looking for is we're also not only having to think about the art itself and where the artist is coming from and the story that you're sharing and what's the best format for it, but also we need to think about how do you get people outside of your normal echo chambers to be connected with stories that they wouldn't normally be connected with. And so I think sometimes that's something that we consider in options of how to display things. Um, For instance, our Broken Mirror project that we're working on, we do not we felt like it was going to be best in a photo gallery because we felt like individuals that needed to hear about the stories wouldn't necessarily be drawn to go see a movie and to watch a full movie. But if you could use short um, exhibits and photos and short video clips and put them not in just art galleries, but in different places like coffee shops and, and, um, you know, human trafficking uh, shelters and things like that, that you could get access to a larger group of people that may not 
be drawn to that story, but then also may need to hear that story um, and have more access to it because the accessibility for a lot of things also is really important. Yeah, for sure. Well, and then to your point, I mean, it doesn't to get out of your own echo chamber, right? Because you can yeah. preach to the choir all day long. What good is that going to do? So I love how you just shared too the fact that just like you're meeting your artists where they are, you're meeting your audience where they are. Like, where yes. are you at the coffee shop? We'll come to you. You know, yeah. um, I think it's so so brilliant. So um, yeah, I think I think that's the biggest thing too. Because if we want to actually have change happen, um, then you have to find ways to get outside of people that are already doing the work um, in certain areas. And so that's also complicated. Like, how do you address that? How do you get people to change minds and opinions? So thinking about what format is best for that or um, how to present it in a way that they can possibly understand or relate to it better. Like where is the common thread and the yes. connection that you can get with the audience um, that you want to have and you want to inspire? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it goes to the whole common denominator, right? Like what's the common denominator here? To make this work, we need a common denominator. Yeah. So the fact that you are actively seeking out what that is and creating a body of work based on that denominator, right? Mm -hmm. So awesome. And, I mean, similarly, we've partnered because of that array of creative formats that our organizations produce. So has, my question is, has Aware Now seen a difference in the audience demographics associated with its different storytelling platforms? Um, if so, how do those audiences vary? And if not, what connects your same audience across all of Aware Now's storytelling platforms? So, you know, let's talk about furniture. That's fun. Um, you know, people often reference the table, like room at the table, right? And so different audiences and want to be seen and heard at this table. So, um, so the topic of conversation includes room at the table for this, room at the table for that. And so for us, as opposed to finding a place to sit at one table or another, we just created one of our own like literally with the table of causes yeah, and where all are invited to connect through the stories shared. And whether you come to the table for this cause or that cause, the fact of the matter is at the end of the day, we're all sitting together at the same table with the one cause that unites us all being the human cause. So, you know, often we're asked, well, what is your target demographic or like, what is your core? And really, we, we can't speak to that, um, especially because the model we've created is so different and so unique. Um, you know, when we started this, Jack and I uh, were talking with other people, say, hey, so this is our idea, this is our concept, this is what we want to do. And like, okay, but so maybe choose one cause, two cause, maybe three causes, but pick a lane. And we're like, no. I mean, we're not known to color in the lines anyway, nor stay in lane, one lane or another. Um, and so people, there were m multiple people said, well, you're going to fail. You have to choose one to focus. And we said, but this is the problem. The one we want to focus is all of us, not some of us, but the all of us to us, which is one. We are one. And that's the one right. we're focusing on. So um, I guess, you know, that's, that's the thing that they would... Um, that's what connects 
our audience, I think, is when you can have someone who reads a story about something that they thought had nothing to do with them. No way is this related to me. And like to reach out to us, Allie, I had no idea. Do you know that that actually, this is, this is, that's my story. I had no idea. And so when yeah. we can create that space again for connection, that's where our audience connects. So. I like that. I think that's yeah. good because it, I get what you're saying. When then when I said, you know, how creatives, you know, come out and, and they're told, you know, you have to do something some way and to understand that there's just guidelines, but not necessarily. Um, there's also creativity to be had in the way in which you design and market and program things. And I like that because technically you are focusing on one thing, which is that we all are at this table. So I think that's what I see as the common thread between all of them is the reality is that we're all actually tied and connected to all these different causes in ways that we might not understand and see. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, again, it's, it's why I'm so in love with creative efforts and so <laughs> glad that we are connected and we found one another. Um, yeah. You know, let, let's get personal, Laura. Um, of all the stories that you've heard in your life as a little girl or as a grown woman, what is one that you can share that's made the greatest impact on you? Okay, this one was incredibly hard for me because um, I will tell you one that's made, uh, I feel like the biggest impact on me, but I will also say that the reality for me is, is that it's not the, this individual stories that's, that stand out. Um, it, it really has always been that connection piece of the fact that there are so many themes of just wanting to feel, um, heard wanting to feel accepted and supported in society um, and feeling like there is a lot of um, people and entities and, and things that have failed you um, that comes into play or sticking too much to those guidelines or rules of the way you're supposed to be in society that has actually hurt individuals. So I, I feel like at the end of the day, it is just that desire for connection and acceptance through all the stories that has really just inspired me and made me want to continue mm -hmm. sharing because I feel like when we're more open and we connect better, I just feel like it's it's a better it's a better life. It's it's better in so many ways. Um, but I I will share one story that I feel like really hits me is a human trafficking survivor from actually one of my documentary films, Break the Chain. Um, his name was Kwame and he was brought over from Togo, Africa, and he was trafficked in front of a community, a, a, a nice community out in Ypsilanti. His trafficker was a pastor and um, he was well known in the community, accepted, and he and this pastor had like six kids that he was essentially abusing that weren't really his. Um, and it, it happened for like six years and these kids were going to public school and everything and nobody noticed or if they noticed certain signs about things they just felt like it wasn't their business to question or they just wrote off like oh that's just like a problematic household like i don't need to go there um and so i feel like that hits me because i feel like it's part of the problem is 
part of the problem is feeling like we can't um, connect or reach out to to one another and also to dismiss or dehumanize certain people and certain populations. Um, and so I felt like that just kind of shows that problem that we have in our society. But then also with him, the fact that he came out of that finally, because a teacher finally did try to reach out and connect with him. Um, and now he's like leading all of these human trafficking, anti-human trafficking efforts, and he's on these boards. Um, I just, to see him go from the state that he was in when I first interviewed him, which was very soft-spoken, could not look in the eyes, originally wanted his face blurred, and was going to be anonymous in our film. And to go from that to like speaking out, being a part of our, the artistic process, and now he's actually on the stage speaking and, and doing my job of the Q&As at film screenings and everything. Um, that's just been amazing to see that entire transformation and how that affected his life and how just speaking out and being open about experiences changed everything for him and now he's completely empowered by it and now he's a full u.s citizen um getting his passport to be able to go back to togo and see his, the rest of his family um i just that inspires me because he's just someone that really you know went went through it and has really gotten to a better place and if he can do that i always think like i i got this Oh, awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. I I mean, and just when you look at the fact that how healing sharing his story was for him and perhaps the healing that because he shared, he can give to someone else who can yes. now find the strength that he didn't have before. Yes. So the wins on both sides of that um, just really, again, speak to this power of storytelling and how it's one story. I can change a person themselves and anyone else that they, you know, they come into contact with. Yeah. And I think that's also powerful because a lot of times, especially when I'm working with survivors of trauma and any, any field, um, it's a long process and healing is not linear. I know, you know, that's a saying and it's very true. And so you don't necessarily when you're working with individuals and sharing their stories and stuff, you don't necessarily get to see that full transformation because it takes time and, and transforming into something else looks different ways. But for him, I, I felt like that was the one where I was with that individual um, just during the right time when they fully, you know, understood what happened to them, broke their silence, and then um, made something out of their experience. And so that was powerful to see everything kind of come around full circle. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, all right, so I'm going to throw it back your way and get personal too. Uh, so Aware Now highlights the unity and all, all of us being tied to causes, but I'm curious what causes in particular you are personally tied to that got you interested in this in the first place? Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so when I was three years old, my mom, my little sister and I lived in a tent in Philadelphia for a period of time. Um, my mom will tell me the story of, you know, while we didn't have a lot, clearly, um, she's, it was the cleanest, neatest tent that there ever was. 
into that level of pride, um, regardless of, of the circumstance. Um, homelessness is a cause I'm tied to. When I grew up in, as a young girl of mixed ethnicity, being both black and white, I often wasn't white enough or in other circumstances wasn't black enough to feel like I fit in. So, you know, early on, I decided I didn't want to be defined by my color, rather I wanted to be defined by my content. I began to write and to recite poetry that would unite us and not divide us. So unity is a cause I'm tied to, always have been, always will be. A few years back, you know, um, just a few years back, two, three years now, I was diagnosed with MS after losing vision in my right eye and an MRI confirming lesions on my brain, on my spine. That said, I still have one very good eye that <laughs> works very well. Uh, you know, and so it's MS is a cause I'm tied to. And my sister as well, my sister as well. Um, she has MS, she's had it for over 20 years, not just a couple like myself. Um, we all have such a collection of causes that we find ourselves tied to throughout the years. And again, I do think it is the cause that connects us all that we need to really hold on to. If we're to hold on to our humanity, it's that we're holding on to that human cause that connects us. We can keep ourselves tethered and closely tied to that human cause. Then I, I think there's hope for us all. It's just, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah, well, thank you just for coming on board and having this conversation with me today. And um, the work that you're doing, it's so needed, it's so required. The way that you're doing it, meeting the artists where they're at, meeting the audiences who will receive that content where they're at. Um, it's, it's brilliant. And we're just honored to work with you, to be in partnership with you, to explore what is possible one story at a time. Thank you so much. Hey, thank you. We're honored as well. Tune into our podcast, subscribe to our magazine, find us and join us online. Visit IamAwareNow.com. We will no longer wait for permission to change the world. Together, we are Aware Now.